Did you ever notice that if a narcissist can't have you or can't be with you, then, well, nobody can. It's almost like you're not allowed to go be with someone else or to date or to move forward in your life if you've been with a narcissist because they're the ones that have to be in your life. No one else can be in your life. Has that ever happened to you? If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge that you can access at claritychallenge.net. If you like what you see here as far as talking about narcissistic abuse, narcissism, or even my journey going along with narcissism is something that I'd love for you to be able to subscribe, be able to like, rate, review, share with anybody to help bring awareness of what's actually going on when we're talking about narcissistic abuse. Hit that notification, that way you can get notified when we have new videos go up, or when we go live, when we have different events, things like that. So check it out. Well, today we're talking about the aspect of narcissists are oftentimes really, really, really controlling, right? Like they normally want to have their cake and eat it too. They normally want to keep people there in order to be able to do what they want to do. And sometimes if it ends up being where you move on and you start being with someone else, then sometimes it might even ramp up to being some type of revenge or some type of attack. Well, today I want to dive into three things to know about dealing with obsessive people and what you can do to be safe along that journey. In talking through narcissistic abuse and narcissists, oftentimes we run into the fact that it's really confusing. It's really confusing trying to figure out what's actually happening, especially at the end of the relationship. So often there'll be times at the end of the relationship that you're like, wait a second, like I don't even understand what's going on. You just said you hated me. Now you want me to stay? Like you just told me to get out. Now you're begging me to 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 stay with you, not to leave. Like what is actually happening? And oftentimes there's so much confusion that's happening in a relationship with a narcissist at the end that you're not sure what to even do or what is going to happen. Now, oftentimes I talk about the aspect that narcissists want you to leave, especially because they want to do something, they want to be with someone, they want something different. There's oftentimes a a subset of narcissists that want you to leave, but they don't want to say it and they don't want to look like the bad guy. So they do like a reverse discard where it makes you leave, but then they still look like they're the good person so they can tell other people, wasn't my fault, they left me, that kind of thing. Okay, But with all of this, it gets really confusing. Like, How does this even make sense? And typically, a narcissist is unwilling to actually say what they want or say the truth about what's actually happening. And as a result, they're always going to stay stuck in that rut of continuing to moving forward with just the aspect of like, I'm going to continue to lie, going to continue to make them ask, going to continue to hold up a false persona so I don't have to be accountable for who I am or what I've done. Well, in diving in today about the obsessiveness, I want to talk to you first off about the control and obsession. Oftentimes, a narcissist wants to control you with the mask. Now, with this, there's a lot of times people are like, well, they just want to control me. They want to control everything about me. And while there's a part of that that is true, it's not necessarily the only reason why it's happening. A lot of times a narcissist is putting together a mask to convince you, to manipulate you, and to control you, but ultimately they're in love with controlling the mask and not in love with themselves. They're ultimately infatuated with keeping that up to avoid the shame and guilt behind it versus actually dealing with the problem. When we talk about control and obsession, oftentimes there's obsession 
in and out of the relationship. It's not just in the relationship that are obsessed. A lot of times outside the relationship, they're obsessed as well. You see this where it starts to ramp up in different aspects, sometimes with putting trackers on your car, putting trackers on your person, trying to figure out what's going on, where you are, putting bugs in your house, in your room, like making people actually think that they're crazy because they're recounting conversations that they never had with that person. And sometimes getting the place of like putting in hidden cameras throughout the house to control, to have an idea of like, I'm always watching. It's like an obsession piece. And sometimes the, the piece that ties in with this for the narcissist side is the idea of getting knowledge and that equaling power, but then being able to use that knowledge to manipulate and control another person as another form of power as well. So sometimes you'll see that. And that's sometimes why they'll even obsess about you, like stalking your social media, things like that afterwards, because they're still trying to get like that knowledge, that piece that like one ups them over you. Well, there's obsession in and out of the relationship. There's obsession to possess, uh, like possess you. Like, I'm not going to let you go. You are mine. You were the person that I was with first. And so as a result, you should still want me down the road. It's not something that, oh, we're together and then we're done. No, like you still belong to me. There's an aspect of ownership that plays in here. There's this aspect of obsession to control, like that knowledge piece. Uh, there's an obsession to be the center of attention of like, if I'm obsessing over you, then that means you're looking back on me and making me feel better about myself. The other aspect about the obsession that I mentioned is the obsession to ownership. Okay, Oftentimes, a narcissist think that they have a claim to you. It's something that they feel like, I already own you. And you might think that's crazy. Like, why would anybody think that? Well, a narcissist is very entitled. I'm very entitled and the ego is so high, the automatic compliance, the manipulation piece says, you deserve to be in my life because I want you in my life. There's not really an aspect of care there. There's not really an aspect of love or respect, but just the aspect of obligation. And that's typically what people normally find themselves stuck in is the fear, the obligation, the guilt, the fog that happens in a narcissistic relationship. Narcissist thinks, hey, you're just here to feed my ego. You're an appliance that's meant to serve me. Well, a lot of times the aspect of control and obsession, that's like the first thing. The second thing is a lot of times they want you to stay in their life. Okay, now this part is a little confusing because they say one thing, they do an opposite, but sometimes they want you to stay in their life for the whole purpose of supply and validation, not because they care, not because they love, but because supply and validation. Okay, an aspect of you being with someone else is like, wait a second, you're taking away my supply, you're taking away my validation, you're taking away my security. You know, they're very insecure, but you're the security of now you're being with someone else. Now you're not being with me. Sometimes this could be as simple as like the image piece of like, you're not making me look good anymore. Like I don't have you in my life or it looks really bad in my mind that now you're with someone else and it's not me. You have to remember a narcissistic relationship is very much one-sided and that one side does not include you. It's all about the narcissist. It's all about what I get. So like in regards to that person, it's like, no, like, I'm not going to give you up. Like, I'm not going to be the person that, you know, that, that gave up in the relationship or gave up pursuing you. Like, I still love you. I still care for you. All these things, but it's all about image. It's all about making me look, making me feel better. And sometimes this is why they'll keep you stuck 
in that Hoover. They'll keep sucking you back into the relationship. They'll keep love bombing you to make you feel better of like, oh, they're doing better. They're changing. Because the whole aspect here is they don't want to cut off contact. They need you to be accessible. That way they can get supply from you. They want to support the false reality that they believe that somehow you still want them. Even if you hate them, even if you're saying, leave me alone, even if you're blocking, even if you're pulling out restraining orders, the idea is like, they're still thinking about me. They still want me. I'm still important. It gets really skewed up really fast. Okay. The third one is when the narcissist can't have you, then the aspect of no one can, there's a potential here for punishment and there's a potential here for revenge. And this is where it gets really dangerous and you have to be really careful in relationships with a narcissist and getting out of a narcissistic relationship. This is where we normally talk about bringing the aspect of like stalking, of like really creeping on you after the relationship, when you've broken up, when you have a restraining order. Uh, Sometimes it'll ramp up in the violence and like the physical violence and the acts of things that are going on. Sometimes they'll attack you. Like this is a big section that like you need to be really, really careful getting out of a relationship, getting into a new relationship, the no contact, making sure that you're safe. So many different things like that. Okay. Uh, a lot of times you'll have a narcissist that will hold a grudge, that they'll hold like revenge and like vindictiveness of like, I need to get back at this person. Why? Because they made me look bad or they made me feel bad about who I am. And that goes against the mask. Like it's all shame-based. Like I have to be able to make you pay now because you made me pay with the aspect of dealing with my shame. Well, with that, the aspect that they have to be able to put you in this like punishment or revenge, a lot of times they'll find a way to be able to justify it so that they're still the victim. Like, yeah, I had to get back at this person because I'm still the victim in this way. Now, they're not going to say that. They're not going to actually put that out there. But a lot of times it's the thought process behind the scenes of like, can't believe she hurt me so much, so I'm going to do this. I can't believe he betrayed me so much, so I'm going to do this. Like, it's just like a, like a retaliation kind of piece, okay? Um, oftentimes, you'll see this in separation with like post-separation abuse, you know, pulling back child support. You know, not willing to contribute to the other person, not willing to engage with the family and and carry out the responsibilities that is owed the other person. Uh, Sometimes you'll see the punishment and the revenge go into this violence, the stalking. If you're in anything like that, please seek safety. And please make sure you're being safe when you're leaving or serving divorce or getting out, whatever it might be. Please be careful. Okay? Last but not least, a couple tips really quick is freedom first off starts in the mind. It doesn't start with just leaving, okay? Oftentimes you have to leave to be safe. Highly recommended that. But the thing you have to remember is just leaving doesn't mean you're free. You can still be trapped up here. No contact is one of the best ways to be able to go with an abuser and with a narcissistic person. Safety is never easy and oftentimes it's never cheap. But the thing you have to remember is your safety or your kid's safety or whoever it might be is most important. If you feel like you can't get anywhere with the boundaries you've set, then proceed with legal action because it's needed for protection. It's needed to keep you safe. There's multiple ways to be able to help with that, to be able to get into that, to be able to move, to be able to get no contact, to be able to develop privacy so that people can't find you. There's a lot of different things to try to do to protect yourself and to help you. If you need any help through this process or advice or people to help support you, check out narcapp.com, N-A-R-C-A-P-P, 
narcissistic abuse recovery community. It's an app that helps you in far as having advice from other people, having a community of like-minded people that can support you, having courses, having weekly uh, conversations to be able to help guide you and keep you on that growth and healing journey. So check that out at narcapp.com.